The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Just like everything else in our life these days, real estate is being or has been and continues to be affected dramatically by COVID-19. Hello to another episode of the Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited to welcome you back because here's where we get to share ideas, thoughts, tools, and techniques about real estate, insider tips, making house home and simply whole living. And am I grateful that we haven't just been talking about real estate? Because I'll tell you, in this time, it seems almost inappropriate. Actually, it seems inappropriate. And yet there are people asking us questions, a lot of questions about what's the impact of COVID-19 on real estate. So we're risking um, being seen as not focused on the right stuff by answering the questions and yet they're necessary questions because there are people that need to make a move right now. Yeah, I think... I think the important part here is you may not be thinking of a move, Mm -hmm. but there are people that were in the middle of life changes, job postings, moving, uh, people that had sold their home and now they need to buy one because they're going to be homeless or, or even worse, they bought a home, can't afford to have two properties and need to sell theirs because the market was so hot. They bought the one they were going to, moved to already and now they need the sellers so real estate it's really difficult to grind it to a halt and so we're grateful that it has been considered an essential service because there were people that it was essential for and Mm -hmm. so what we've been watching so one of the answers to the question is like how is it working where are you working and what you're doing and how are you going to care for me reality is we're continuing to be able to care for you just in a different way, from a different location. Pretty much our entire 11,000 square foot building, our 3,000 square foot building, our 2,000 square foot building in Brockville, and our location in Kingston and Toronto as well, all of them are not being utilized right now. People have moved home to, uh, is it less germ-free or is there less germs? Some more germ-free. I don't know. It's just it's contained. We're self-isolating and making sure that we take amazing care of clients more virtually than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. And so although your life may have been changed, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're, I don't know if you're at home right now with your children and normally they were in school and maybe you're working from home and you have your children on top of that. Then you're trying to educate them. Yes. And the teachers, by the way, are starting to do an amazing job. They're getting on Zoom. They're getting yeah. using technology to teach our children. And I don't believe that our, our culture will be the same. We'll never be the same again. And, I, and I'm saying it in a solemn sort of tone because there's parts of it that are really hard for people. The The social isolation and it doesn't it's social distancing we don't have to be socially isolated it's more there has to be a social distance as a little tiny illustration we were trying to celebrate a birthday on the weekend 
Our mm-hmm. son had a birthday and we thought, how do we do this? We can't be in the same room. So we went in the same great outdoors and we had a driveway cake party. Yeah, we passed the cake over. <laughs> stretched arms. Stretched arms. Did we, we even use a main, plank to move it from one no, to the other? No, but I think we maintained not quite six feet, but a good five feet. Yeah. And then it's it's a matter of, you know, he went in, he cut it up, put it on some plates, brought them out. And he disinfected, meanwhile, as he went yeah. in and back out. And then we we stood in the driveway six, eight feet apart and ate some birthday cake. And so... So that it's may be hard, different. right? Yeah. So that may be hard for you as well in your home. It may not be a birthday. It may be a happy occasion, or it may be a sad occasion, or just maybe everyday life. And yet you're having to do things differently. So it is translating doing everything differently in real estate as well. Mm-hmm. We're doing more virtual tours. We're attempting to provide the best information available before you actually see the property. Yeah, because we are reducing showings or almost eliminating showings. Uh, Some of our properties have gone to uh, present an offer conditional on seeing the property. So we don't get 10 or 20 families trouncing through a house. So open houses are a thing of the past. Oh, yeah. Well, Well, for now. they, They may be back, and yet we may find that this shift changes things enough that we're never, there will be a new normal. Just like there will be a new normal in your home, I suspect. You may not always educate your kids at home, or you may not always choose to have every date night indoors, or going for a walk and making sure you separate yourself from the other side of the street when somebody else is walking down the street towards you, or even on the same side of the street, Mm. heading the same way. And yet I suspect there'll be elements of this that stays with us. Like it's- washing my hands more frequently and using sanitizer and and physically restraining myself from touching my eyes, my nose, my mouth, my face. And that, after a certain amount of time, will become habitual not to do it. Right. So the great news is there'll be less fingerprints in people's homes, even when we go back and getting into looking at homes, because people are now, if they do go into a property, the hands are in the pockets. Mm -hmm. And the rule is no touch. So it's not just like if you touch, you buy. Here it's just, well, it's you touch, you break, you buy is often said in stores. And now we're saying just no touch. Yeah. Like even... Even our industry is changing. Like we, we recently sold a property and the inspections are happening. Um, and normally the buyer would follow the inspector around the house. Now, this is a, a country property. So there's a well inspector, a septic inspector, and a house inspector. And rather than do them all at the same time, they're Which all Which is being, what we would have all done. Yes. For now, years, we would have done it together. They're all being done at separate times, separate days, some of them. And the buyers are not allowed to be there. They will just get the report. And only the agent will give them access. And the agent knows what precautions to take, how to uh, hand sanitize before they touch things, hand sanitize on the way out. And hand sanitize all the time. And when we say hand sanitize, not just their hands, it's doorknobs, it's light fixtures, it's anything that can be touched. And it is keeping distance. So it is really changing how people have to show up. 
It's in one way, it's creating some anxiety levels. And in other ways, it's giving some pause and almost causing each of us that's buying a home or selling a home or even helping somebody that's doing that to really think about how can we do this less disruptively? What's interesting less disruption. Is, yes. And there's less emotional buying. Yes. Oh, there's none of that right now, really. Because it's people that need to buy, people that need to sell. Right. And there's... There is still some emotion because you want to buy the home that's right for your family. Uh, but it's less like on a whim. Oh, I think we'll go out and look at houses and open houses. Maybe we'll buy one. Like it just. That's gone. That that kind of whimsical purchasing is gone. Right. So the concept of a spring market this year is a is a spring market that we have never seen before. This spring market is one of necessity. This spring market is one of certainty. And this spring market is one of precaution. And yet it's happening. So if you're thinking, wow. Because there are people that need to make a move. It's about timing your life, not necessarily timing the real estate market. It just doesn't work that well. And so we're going to encourage you that worrying truly is like praying for what you don't want. So we encourage you to continue to grow alongside us, ask us the questions, and we are thrilled to answer them. What are the facts about real estate in the last 30 days. We're grateful that we've been able to provide for you free access to over 403 Inside Track episodes on insider tips, making house home, how to just thrive in the space that you're living in, and they're available for you anywhere, anytime. We used to say at the office or at home or on the go. And now really, they're available for you at home because that's <laughs> about where you're hanging out. That's the gig. So we've been under this COVID-19 structure or shifting of our way of being for about 30 days. So now we've got some insights as to what has happened in the real estate industry in the 30 days. There is a disclaimer right here because what you're going to learn is that anything I tell you right now or even Ken tells you right now may be different in 24 hours from now or maybe different in 72 hours from now. Some of the basics, the, the history is not going to change. I The 30 days past history, that'll be solid. That'll be sound information. And we are going to share some stats and recognize that it's not necessarily reflective of what the next 30 days will bring. That's right. And as everybody knows, it's day-to-day -day. Um, moment by moment, Moment really. by moment, our prime minister comes out every morning, gives us a different piece of news, a different piece of action that the government is taking. All of these pieces of action are designed to bring stability to our economy, our people, to, to protect them. And I've been doing a little bit of research into... How about a lot of research? No, You're a research a junkie. No, no, come on. Oh, Ken. Every time I turn around, I go, what you doing, hon? And then I look over your shoulder at the computer. Or I look at your screen on your iPhone or I look at the iPad and I go. And what's on there, uh -huh, honey? Something to do with COVID-19 and or, often in relation to real estate. Yes. And lately I've been researching the Great Depression. 
I know. That's kind of like... <laughs> Not that I want anybody to go into a depression. And I wanted to look at some of the things that the government did then mm-hmm. to bring it out of a housing issue. Because there was a time in the U.S. back in the 1929, 1930s, where a thousand people a day were defaulting on their mortgages. That wild? Yeah. thousand people a day in the U.S. alone. So was it 10% of that in Canada? And what was the population in the U.S. in 1930? Mm. A lot less than what it is now. So you can just imagine that would, I don't know what that would be, maybe three, 4,000 a a day were defaulting on their mortgage. and so The The equivalent of. Yeah. So the government, excuse me, needed to put in place things like government-backed mortgages which we still have in Canada and we have in the U.S. So if some And they of, came out of that time. Out of that time. Right. So things will not go back to what they were. No, it's like income tax was a temporary war measure. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How did that work for us? <laughs> things never go back to where they were. Not 100%. They may rebound some, but they never they go back to exactly. They will rebound some. We are going to get to go into houses again. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because there's nothing, even with the amazing virtual tours we're doing, it's still not the same mm-hmm. as touching it. And you're not allowed to touch it right now. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was say, what has COVID-19 done to the real estate market in, in Ottawa area in the last 30 days? And then later in the show, we're going to project into the future. On another episode. Yeah, yeah. And that's where all the bets will be off. On whether we're accurate or not. (laughs) Yeah. Ken's pretty good about researching history and not, and pretty good about predictor of what is going to be ahead. And yet we've not been here before. And yet I think looking at the Great Depression and some of the things, although the stimulus is different, it has some of the similar impact. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the length of time isn't similar because the Great Depression lasted almost 10 years before we came out of it. I'm, I'm praying that this won't be that kind of length of right. time. So, so it's not business as normal, and yet it is still business. Still so business I think that's happened. the first point that we really want to reiterate mm-hmm. again and again and again. Real estate is an essential service. It has not shut down, except if it's not an essential time for you to make a move, then don't. Then don't. Yeah. Then don't. So here's the the nuts and bolts. I wrote down some facts. Yeah. Um, in the last 30 days, there were 1,760 sales compared to 1,831 the year before. We're only talking down, what, less than 100. Right, 5%. Like 70. Like, like 70 sales. Yeah, 5% basically. Which is virtually none. Now, some of that is because it was in the process. The listings yes. were already there. Yes. Um, average sale price because we had a very concerned um, client send us questions about whether they should sell their house. Is the value of it going to fall? Should they go rent something and put their equity into something else? And I said, well, what else would you want to put it in? Because the stock market is falling too. So And faster. Maybe. Well, because we don't think real estate yeah. hasn't fallen yet. No, as a matter of fact, uh, the average list price in the last 30 days, basically March, was $464,000. And the sale price was four seventy nine. So we're still seeing sale prices above asking prices in general 
and 28 days on market on average. Right. And I just want to put a little bit of framework around that. That is the Ottawa Real Estate Board. That's not necessarily downtown Ottawa. That's mm-hmm. not necessarily just a certain price range of property. That's everything from an $89,000 property that I have out in Bishop Mills that would be part of these stats to a million dollar condominium I have downtown. So it is a full broad spectrum to the Osgood rural bungalow at Mm 500,000. So they're all mixed into this conversation. So Again, like like every other time when we're talking with you, we're saying, if you really want to know what's happening where you are, what's the snapshot of your community, your neighborhood, the best thing to do is reach mm-hmm. out to us and we will give you your own custom and it's free to you market snapshot that lets you stay in the know as things are shifting. And now is probably a better time than ever. To get that information. Yeah, to be in the know. Yeah, because you have more time to look at it. (laughs) Well, you have more time to look at it. You might. You might might be in one of the industries that's taxed heavily right now, whether you be stocking shelves, working in a grocery store, you're in frontline responder, or my heart goes out to the people in the hospitals, the nurses, doctors who are putting in way over time trying to keep us all healthy and safe yeah and we're so grateful for everybody that's serving Mm -hmm. us and serving our families and friends because it's it's important so in february there were 1505 sales so sales actually went up which is normal february would be low march would be more but what's really interesting is what's happening with the inventory the inventory continues to decline There were 1,284 new listings in March, which is a lot considering we're kind of in a half lockdown. But normally that would be 2,150 last year in March. So that is almost half as much. Right. Right. And 2,800 properties for sale currently. Last year there were 3,300. So everything's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. Which simply means... Those that really do require to make a move are still going to be making a move. And if you don't, stay put. If you're going to have nowhere to live and you need a home, it's still, there's lots of inventory. There is still lots relative to the number of people that are going to be looking because there's no just onto the spring market. That's true. What does the future hold for the value of my house is a question I've had asked and is asked all the time right now. We're excited at the Decker team that for over 31 years, which seems like a really long time, and I would have (laughs) thought in 31 years we would have experienced everything there was to experience about selling a home, buying a home, and investing in real estate. And we're here to tell you there's new stuff on the horizon. And so we're excited that we're able to just navigate those things with you. In addition to making our houses feel fantastic and take, keeping them safe, which is not going to go anywhere. Now it's about how do we even navigate um, this unusual, unprecedented time. And we're mm-hmm. excited that with the experience, we can probably do it better than we could have 30 years ago. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and yet I'm here to say that it's my absolute best guess at what could happen. 
Because who knows, are we going to be locked down? Are we going to be locked down for a certain amount of time? Right. Is it, How long are we going to be in social isolation? How long will we need to... Social distancing. I am, I am okay, sorry, so not, not socially I, isolated. Isolation is am, not a good word, is it? No. Well, not for an extrovert. <laughs> and not, not even in, for an extrovert introvert. No. And even my introvert, true introvert friends that only really enjoy yeah. introversion. They're and telling me they've had enough of themselves. They've had enough of themselves. <laughs> they are done. And so what can we expect? We can certainly expect that there's going to be fewer homes coming onto the market in the coming days, weeks, and months until the impact of COVID-19 is done. Yes. And we're in a very unique market in Ottawa to yeah. start with because we didn't have a winter market. Right. The market ripped right through because there was so much pent-up demand for houses in the fall that that can carried right through the winter. So Much it's higher than normal yeah. levels. If someone listed a property in December or January, it sold quickly. If it was a good house and a right price range, boom, gone. Like there was no... Okay, we put it on December, but we had to wait till February or March to get an offer. It's none of that. Un unless? Unless it was overpriced. Right, unless it was overpriced. So the reality is it doesn't matter what real estate market we're in. You can overprice a property and you mm -hmm. can actually underprice a property. We're going to talk about that in future episodes. The only way you can underprice a property is if you don't have anybody good taking care of you. Because mm -hmm. if you use the right strategies, you can't actually. It could actually... be somebody good. It just might be the wrong marketing. Okay, that's what I meant. <laughs> Somebody using poor marketing. That's yes. the gig. Yes. Or so, poor strategy. So what can we expect right. after the pandemic is over is, is what I've been attempting to assemble some, some ideas, some facts, some history, combining that with what the government's doing now and recognizing what changes will happen in industry. For instance, relocations, government DND, RCMP, all of those relocations will be kept to an absolute minimum. And on hold for at least another couple of weeks. Yeah. So they're on hold right now watching when the majority of the impact of this virus is going to be reduced. Right. And companies that were thinking of shifting staff maybe have more constraints on their finances. Do. How about do? Okay, do, except for some companies. There's still some companies yes, that, that thrive. Even in uh, the Great Depression, there were companies that did well, like Procter Gamble that did cleaning products, your, your necessary staples in your home. Those companies are not going to go away. Companies like Amazon that deliver to your house, their, their business is exploding, especially now that retail has been shut down in Ontario. Pretty much. Um, so companies that have a delivery section of their retail company are going to be doing okay. Restaurants are down, but delivery companies of food are up, up. right? So, Way up. So looking at what different things are going to happen. Now, the other thing is looking at our demographics of our market. And Ottawa has right around 20% of its employment is government. And the government is not reducing government spending right now, A, to support businesses and support uh, just everybody who needs to pay a mortgage or pay a rent or whatever, but they're also, they have to administer all that. So the, they're not laying off 
government workers, social workers that are supporting the, the, the society, they're going to be increasing. Medicals more, everything, they're going to spend more. And we have a lot of that employment. So that's stability. The next part, their next biggest employer is high tech. And what do we need in a time where we're insulating ourselves from others? Human contact, like yeah. direct human contact. We need more technology. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I've already been a prolific user of online technology for quite a few years with the different groups and things that I'm involved with around the world. And now it is, there isn't a day that I am not on video conferencing. Mm-hmm. And I suspect that's common for a lot of people. Even classrooms are moving that way. Yeah. Um, so I think Ottawa real estate market will come out of this smelling relatively nice compared to some some areas, depending so on their different. industry, depending on yep. their their growth. Ottawa was already set up. It was the one of the fastest growing cities in Canada. So that won't change probably except the people coming in will be delayed. Right. There will okay. be a delay. So and be prepared for the delay. And I, it's not a, it's a hard time for sure. And on the other side of this, there will be some amazing wins that we wouldn't otherwise have seen. Mm-hmm. And now there's We're also. We're going to enjoy each other all more. Uh, we might. That's one thing I've, I'm seeing is that mm. there'll be either a, a little, Boom of babies in nine months from now, or a boom in divorces. Yeah. So we're praying that it's babies, not divorces. The thing that's important to know as well is that in the Depression, there was a glut of houses that came to market because of non-payments. Right. Our government knows what that happened, and they're avoiding it. Even 2008 in the U.S., multiple houses went to... Um, foreclosure, foreclosure and power of sale. Which meant in the U.S. that was a huge problem because you got a glut of properties and it kept driving prices down. Even of houses that weren't yes. under duress to sell. Right. It drove the market down. So many our top five lenders are saying, give us a call. We'll, we'll delay your mortgage maybe up to six months. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not all roses. Like if you can afford to pay your mortgage payment, pay it because, because they're going to add the interest. The back end, and yeah. they're going to put all that interest on there. Um but they're not going to foreclose on your house. They're not going to go power of sale because the government's putting things in place to make sure that doesn't happen. Because right. they recognize that a strong real estate economy affects the overall general economy of our country. Yeah. So might it be all bad? Mm, it's hard to say. The inventory continues to shrink because people aren't putting their properties on the market. So if we continue to go down, like we're selling more properties last month than we put on the market by 500. And if there's only about 1,600 properties for on the market, three months from now, we have no properties for sale. <laughs> right. And yet what we're seeing is people still are wanting to move. I still have quite a few coming on the market. We're just taking the extra precautions. So it's not no, it's Yes, and how will we navigate this? So we're excited to be your partners in moving forward because together we've really got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.